Longtime listener, Justin. Kyle led better get out of the booth and let Simone, Dave, and Jason uh, handle business. I think I know this listener. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. All right, who's this online? Uh, it's our guest. Is, is it Brendan? Yeah. Brendan Nunes? Mm-hmm. In the flesh? He made yeah. it. Get out of here. I won't believe it until I hear it. Let's jo- find out. Joining us right now, our Sacktown Sports Kings insider, the one, the only, Brendan Nunes. Brendan, is it really you? What is up, fellas? It is me. <laughs> morning, back. morning. How are you? He's back. <laughs> He's... I am doing well. I'm doing well. What about yourself? We're doing great when you're here. It's great. It's like, a, it's like a, you know, like, have you ever been at night and, and you got a sweet tooth and you open up the fridge and you know you don't have anything, but then you realize, oh, your wife or daughter left a, a ho-ho that you didn't know existed what? and there's just enough milk left and you're like, I, I didn't expect this, but I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it and apologize to nobody. That's how I feel right now, Brown. Wow. You're you're my ho-ho. That didn't sound uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I was about to say, are you calling me a ho-ho, Dave? I'm confused, I'm confused so. by the analogy. <laughs> Excuse me. The coffee went down wrong. That didn't come out right, but you know what I mean. We're happy to have you here. Uh, let's start out with an easy one. Uh, well, actually a difficult one. I know we only have, I mean, we've got enough time here, but uh, if you can, and I'll give you a second to get your notes out. I don't want to put you on the spot here. Uh, So if you need a second, let me know, and Jason and I can fill. But if you would, from start to finish, give us a complete breakdown of all the moves the Kings made yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Slamson is probably looking for some food in the middle of the night after maybe thinking he was going to be a little bit sleepless with Robin Lopez coming into town. Great point. But Hey, before you move on, before you move on, can I just ask you, are you on my team here that that was a completely tasteless stunt they did to have an opposing team member come in and beat the hell out of our mascot and, and release the video before the game that night where, by the way, the Bucks beat the hell out of the Kings? I mean, you want to talk about tone deaf. I mean, it was it, – yeah, it wasn't great. I kind of like the bit. I think it's funny what they do, but it's a little tough when uh, when they come in there and beat you the way they do after the fact, you know? Yeah. All right. Robin Lopez's best moments as a king. Your thoughts? <laughs> Probably his tweets during the time or, or maybe that Those were good. after the fact, you know, saying that he might need to – we're going to need to have a conversation eventually of if number 42 needs to go in that Raptors, fella. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the Kings just kind of taking on some money for just helping facilitate Milwaukee moving on from a guy, really, um, it, no changes to Sacramento's roster. I think there's a handful of guys, obviously yesterday that ended up going on trade deadline for a couple of second round picks, you know, or I, I really liked Fontecchio who went to Detroit the day before the deadline. I thought he's somebody that could have been really interesting for Sacramento. Obviously, guys like Royce O'Neal or uh, Monty Morris, I think, makes a lot of sense for Minnesota. Maybe would have been too big of a price for for Sacramento, potentially, to feel comfortable there. But those are really the moves that I I look at now, and I'm like, you know, it would have been nice if the Kings pulled off one of these. But I'm not necessarily freaking out by the fact that they didn't. I think they're in an okay spot to kind of remain patient. Yeah, Brendan, I want to ask you about the the one they actually did do. So kind of trying to understand it, and I know Monty's going to speak later today, so I'm sure you'll be at that uh, to cover that and probably hear the answers to some of these. But what's your best guess as to 
really why they did the deal with um, Milwaukee to get Lopez, then to turn around and wave him, and and kind of the reasoning behind it. What do you think? What, what do you think was behind that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's really just no downside. I, I guess that, like, I've seen some fans frustrated that you're helping another team. You know, I think Milwaukee really is getting off a substantial tax bill. It doesn't actually take them under the second apron, but really just sort of helps with that tax bill after some of the other moves they made that day. Um, but from Sacramento's perspective, there's just no harm, really. They just they got a little bit of money in the process. Um, probably helps from front office's perspective of, uh, you know, keeps your owner on your good side, <laughs> really. But there's n- not much beyond that, really. There was there was no harm. They have the open roster spot, that being Sacramento, where they could just absorb Robin Lopez and, and wave him. And um, just one of the teams that, you know, maybe you do a favor for this front office and that could come back up down the line. You never know. Little things like that. Um, but really – not much of a benefit from Sacramento's perspective outside of just being able to take on some money for, for helping facilitate, but doesn't really help you in any way when it comes to the roster construction. How did that feel? Brandon Nunez, Brandon Nunez, Brandon Nunez joins us. See, the thing is I try very hard to get it right, but the thing is there's two there's Brendan, not Brandon, and there's Nunez, not Nunez. And for a guy who has trouble speaking like me, <laughs> I just want to point out the degree of difficulty. And Brendan, I respect you enough to really, really do my best. Um, you got some uh, tomatoes thrown at you yesterday because you were one of the few in the media that really kind of tried to do, not, I wouldn't say a full-throated defense of the front office, but, you know, cooler heads prevail type of thing. So you do believe that, that ultimately – uh, you don't think no moves are as bad as a lot of the fan base does. Yeah, I mean, I definitely get the frustration. A lot of times um, I get accused of kind of, I guess, playing devil's advocate, and I don't necessarily love the wording. I, I think I'm just more so trying to see their logic, not necessarily saying I 100% agree with it. I, again, I think that taking a couple of your second-round picks and making a move on a Fontecchio or a Royce O'Neal um, could have definitely been beneficial. Maybe even a DeLon right? but... I don't know how much that really does for this group. I, I think that adding to the depth could have been beneficial for bolstering your postseason odds. And even if it was an expiring contract and that guy left, if he gave you, say, one more win in the postseason and you're playing one more game, that's beneficial for the long-term development of the core that is getting that playoff experience. So I think there's ways that second rounders could have been used to go bolster their depth, but not doing it, I don't think really changes the tier that they're in. You know, I don't think that they've gotten passed by other teams that made moves necessarily yesterday. Like Phoenix is one that stands out is, you know, maybe they did get better. Um, Maybe they didn't. They, They got rid of some guys that were playing okay minutes for them and kind of just swapped positionally. Uh, and moved around a bit. So I don't think it's a guarantee that everybody that did move for sure got better. That's not always how this goes. And I think that this team still could advance with this current group out of the first round. So I I feel like they're in an okay spot. And with everybody being locked up beyond this year outside of Malik Monk, and there was nothing that was going to happen at this deadline that was going to change your odds or finances and how much you can offer Monk this coming off season. I, I think that, when it comes to whatever your big swing is going to be, you've got to make sure it's the right guy rather than rushing it. So I, I think it's fine to to not 
feel like you have to do that this deadline. Town Sports Kings insider Brendan Nunez joining us. Brendan, if we look to last year as a uh, kind of a template, uh, just to move on the edge to get uh, Kessler Edwards, and there was some concern with how much movement was made around the Kings, and um, the Kings actually stayed in their standing where they were after the deadline and, and played some of their best basketball in the second portion after the All-Star break. Um, I'm, I'm sure for the fans and the front officers, hope that they could do the same with any of the guys that were rumored, whether that was Barnes, Herder, Mitchell, maybe really any of them, if they were any of them were uneasy about potentially being moved yesterday, do you think there's any uh, potential positives in that they all now know they are kings for the rest of the year? I think it helps. You know, I wasn't sure if I was reading too much into it just because of the timing, but like Kevin Herder seemed to be in a pretty good mood yesterday. And you know, for example, there was stuff around Harrison Barnes when De'Aaron Fox wasn't speaking to media of questions of um, is Harrison Barnes going to want to speak before the deadline even comes to this point. So I'm sure it is helpful for these guys. Heard her joke that, you know, while he's been traded, he's never been traded in the middle of a season. So he doesn't necessarily know that there's a relief because he doesn't, he's never had that experience to know what he's getting to avoid, I guess, with being moved somewhere mid-year. So I think it could help for some of these guys mentally. Um, I, I think really getting to that all-star break specifically, though, because while Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes performing well is important for this team, the most crucial thing I think is going to be De'Aaron Fox getting back to his elite play, and I, I think this all-star break could be pretty beneficial for that. Zaptown Sports Kings insider Brendan Nunes joining us and sticking with Kevin Herter because I think that's a, a good one to pick out. Harrison Barnes has been around – uh, he, he, this ain't his first rodeo. I think Kevin really, really likes it here. And I, I, I think, you know, there, there's, these are human beings and there's a, a decent chance that, uh, you know, we saw that something was off after the three point, uh, contest last year. Maybe that was a coincidence, maybe not. Uh, and we've seen Kevin Herter maybe be coached, yanked around, uh, worked on as much or more than any other King this year. So, you know, maybe we're sitting in a situation where trade deadline passes. Uh, everyone's here. They're all happy about it, you would think. Uh, and that, that jolt of uh, adrenaline and of contentment, uh, you know, helps get them to the end of the year on a positive note. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to know exactly Kevin's mindset with this stuff, but I think it'd be a very just normal human feeling and understandable if he kind of felt like he found his NBA home a little bit when he got moved to the Kings last year and how much, I mean, you guys obviously know, and the fan base does as well, how special of a year last year was and how much the, the fan base rallied around that team. It'll always be the team that ended the drought. And, and Kevin Herter was a big part of that was getting a lot of love from the fan base. And then you fast forward one year and he goes from a spot where he probably thought he was going to be for these four years and maybe beyond. And all of a sudden he's getting mentioned in these trade conversations, just from a human perspective, I think that would be a little bit unsettling and, and probably catch some people off guard. So I think it'd be only natural to, to feel comfortable. Herder does seem like a player that's pretty up and down based on his, his confidence. And that's natural with a lot of shooters. And I think that people tend to forget that the best shooters in the league are streaky that's how shooting works, really, for, for most guys. There's a couple elite players, like you go to Steph, obviously, Dame, and some of these kind of guys that are going to do it pretty much every single night. But most, like, pure shooters 
are up and down. And I think that you're still going to look at the end of the year and Kevin Herter is going to be at high thirties or flirting with 40% from three. And so hopefully we can get a couple good stretches here down the year. Um, but really guys can take turns. I think that Fox and Sabonis need to have it on a nightly basis. Ideally you need something from Keegan on a nightly basis, but I think that that's obviously going to be a little bit of a process still here in year two. Um, it's just about, you know, can you have a night where not Kevin, Malik, and Keegan, and you can throw HB in there. You need two of those guys to have a good night, I think, outside of your two stars. And I think that maybe mentally this could be a little bit of a relief on Kevin's end and allow him to kind of reset and, and be one of those tertiary pieces more nights as we continue down this season. Right, Brendan, last thing I want to ask you about is tonight. So this is the first game to respond to Detroit. I mean, Detroit was as bad, as frustrating as it gets. Fans were booing. Uh, players didn't like that they were booing. We would say this a lot about another good team. Oh, man, I don't like that they're coming into Golden 1 Center or the Kings have to play this team because they just lost this type of game. So I'm expecting an angry Kings team that performs well. I know this has been as up and down of a year for a team that's got a pretty good record. What are your expectations for tonight going against uh, the defending champs? Yeah, I'm expecting the same, Jason. I, I think that this team has been – it's funny. Last year, the wording I used all the time was they were good enough offensively to win on any given night and bad enough defensively to lose on any given night. And while I think the, the maybe the specifics of why that might be happening and are, are a little bit different this season, I still think it kind of rings true. I think they could lose to anybody and they could beat any team because they're just so inconsistent. You don't know what you're going to get defensively from the Kings on any given night, really. And they have, I think, more promising moments this season on that end than they did last year, but it almost feels like there's more tough moments as well, which probably isn't true because last year was really, really bad defensively, obviously, as well. But for every two losses to Houston or a loss to the the Hornets are obviously that recent one that you see against the just coming off against the, the Pistons. There's a really good win against the Cavs. There's you beat OKC twice in there. They've beaten Minnesota. So I, I think that there are good wins mixed in here and I'm expecting a bounce back game against Denver. And, you know, I think uh, the NBA changes fast and mm -hmm. a win over defending champs would definitely wipe that taste out your mouth pretty quick. I should probably have my mic on. Uh, Brandon, Sacktown Sports Kings insider. The uh, the sweet treat that goes with a glass of milk at the end of the night, you know. Just makes you feel. <laughs> First a ho-ho, now a. Well, I change it to sweet treat. Okay. I just, you know, ho-ho sounds offensive. I appreciate the change. Thank yeah. you. It feels like an upgrade. It is an upgrade. Appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, appreciate all your coverage. And uh, I know Brandon will be watching uh, and listening carefully to Monty's presser. Uh, today at noon. Hopefully we'll be getting money on the program, I hope, sometime next week. So uh, thank you so much, brother. Have a great day. Appreciate you guys. You too. All thank right, you. Bye -bye. That is uh, Brendan Nunez, our Sacktown Sports Kings inside. All right, so here's what we're going to do here. I'm going to take a really quick 30-second break. All right, when, we're, when we come back, we got more Super Bowl stuff for you. But we're also going to wrap up our Beach Hut Deli Big Game Party Giveaway. We will have the final word that mm -hmm. goes in the phrase 
Hopefully you've been writing him down. Hopefully you've been writing him down. And then don't call now because you're just going to get hung up on when I call for it. You call in and we're not doing any caller five, caller 10, blah, blah, blah. The first caller after we unleash the phone lines to have the complete phrase. Yeah. You are getting $300 in Beach Hut Deli sandwiches. Can I win? Because I know the phrase so far. I don't know the fourth one. Honest to God, I can we at least peel off like a hundred of that? Because <laughs> I could go for a shark yeah. bite right now. Mm. Oh my God, love Beach at Delhi. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll do that. Plus Super Bowl stuff next. You guys are grooving. Ah, we all gonna be grooving to the sweet, sultry sounds of sandwiches. So excited. Yeah, I'm excited for this next, whoever this winner is. Now, we've been giving you words all week. And now is the final word. Put the sentence together. Call in. Sentence. <laughs> sentence. S-E-N-N-E-N-C-E. Put the sentence. It's like Sacramento. Yeah. There's no Sacramento. T. <laughs> Today's keyword. And the final Keyword is baby. 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 Don't call yet. Don't do it. Don't call. I see one person calling. All right, you can call now. 1 800 920 1140. 1 800 920 1140. Baby. Yeah. So they have to know all four? Got to know all four? In a row. In a row. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be like, you can't mix and match them. Right. You got to know all four in a row. And it's quite the prize. $300 in Beach Hut Deli sandwiches. Then you are having one heck of a big game party. I said before, I just, I just be like, Peace. I'm, yeah. I'm, I am, I'm going to solo party. I will be in 49er Speedos sitting in a kitty pool a mound of sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just rolling around. The hills are alive. <laughs> just, just mayonnaise everywhere. Yeah. Mustard, lettuce. Oh my gosh. You guys have been paying attention. That's full, not a tomato. Full phone lines. <laughs> 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 nope. There, not, nope, no pickles. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines right now. Line one, caller, who's this? Hello? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. They dropped off. Oh, no, they were, they were in a bad area. Oh, what a horrible day for them. And they knew it, too. I feel like they knew it. I want to give them ten seconds to call back because how do you know? Because I, because I, I remember the I remember the first is name. Is that them? Nope, that's not them. Ten. There's one line open. Nine. And they fill that void. Eight. Seven. seven six, six. Five. five you're counting. Four. Extra. Three. Slow. Three seconds after I say this. I can't do it. All right, they're gone. We'll go to the next caller. Caller, who's this? This is Alan. How are you? Alan. I'm great. Alan. How are you, Alan? Alan? Hey, Town. Hey, Morning. Adrian, how are you? 
If this is Alan I, Styles, I, you're not eligible. Yeah, Alan, is this Alan? No, but I did. I did. I did get calls right when he started on the air, wanting to know if it was me, and I said, "No, that's not me. It's not him. Okay, definitely not me." So all week, anyway. all week we've been putting out <sighs> words, and they made a phrase. Alan, listen, this is a. This could be. I don't know if this is the biggest moment of your life, but it's up there. It is. If you can just give us the phrase that pays, you've got yourself three hundred dollars in Beach Hut Deli sandwiches. Alan, for the win, what is the phrase that pays? Viva Las Vegas, baby. Viva Las Vegas, baby. Alan, guess what? Oh, I lost. Yeah, you did. 1-800-920-1140. Oh, I hate it. He had a moment. He did. He failed. He only had one shot, one opportunity, and now he's covered in mom spaghetti. Yes. Not beach at deli sandwiches. No, not in a Speedo with you. Singing the hills are alive. <laughs> Caller, who's this? Hello? Oh, my God. Hey, Dave, this is the same one as before. <laughs> Guess oh, what? No. Guess what? Try I, The problem is everybody dropped. Yeah. Because they, they thought, thought Alan, 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 Alan didn't have it. Yeah. 1-800-920-1140. I'm getting nervous, man. Caller, who's this? Hey, this is Jay. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? I wanted chicken yesterday. Now I want sandwiches. Wait, what? I wanted chicken yesterday, but now I want sandwiches. Oh, that's I right. I thought he said he won chicken. I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. 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 No, no, I didn't win chicken. You I wanted, wanted chicken. You wanted yeah. chicken? I wanted the fire wings. You yeah. struck out on that. And now you have an You know what? One door closes yeah. and a sandwich opens for you. Yeah. That's what they say. Beach Hut. It's just, that's a phrase. Yes. Uh, Beach Hut Deli, $300 value. All you've got to do is tell us the phrase that pays. Do you know it? No, I don't, but I'm going to go Justin Bieber, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you owe us a sandwich. <laughs> Justin Bieber. What? What was that? Oh, because of the song. Baby, no, unacceptable. Baby. I can tell no. you. He, he call us back. And give us. Give us some food. I. Can, I, I think we. Should, I can tell you right now that Alan got everything but one word right. Mm. Yeah. And the problem is, is that that's well, a lovely hint. Here's the problem. When we first solicited for this, yeah. You think the first person had it? I 100 yeah, do. When we first solicited for this. Yeah. I think everybody hung up when Alan did his thing. Yeah. And then they just did it again. I'm going to give it a third try here. I'm going to clear the phone. Hold on. Let me clear all yeah, the phone. Yeah, clear them out. Here, there right. you go. So you're going. You're going. You're going. All right. It's the phrase that pays. 1-800-920-1140. Four words. All you've got to do is call in with the phrase that pays. There was one word a day. And you yourself get $300 in Beach Hut Deli. Sorry, I'm just looking at the YouTube chat to see. Do they know it? Uh, I don't I don't I don't see it. Wow, they always have their own chats. Yeah, there, they so you do. Never know. And somebody said that that was worse than the Pistons loss. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Dollars. Oh, oh, turn your turn your radio down. Who's this? Nope. I turned my phone off. Who's this? Hey, this is Brian. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing up, good. What, what about Jason? Jason, what's up, my man? What's up, Brian? 
Good, good. Thank you. Brian, we are now desperately trying to wrap this contest up and give away Beach Hut Deli. It's on your shoulders. Before I get into the whole lead up, do you do you just yes or no, do you know the phrase? Yes, I do. Okay. He sounds confident. Now I know Brian's actually a longtime listener, so I wouldn't hate this at all. Yeah. (laughs) For three hundred dollars. In Beach Hut Deli sandwiches, that's good enough for 25 people. What, oh boy. what is the phrase that pays, Brian? Vivo Las Vegas. I'm glad Brian knew it. That's what the first guy first guy did, but he, he didn't even add the last word. Yeah, there's four words. There's four words. Yeah. Everybody's missing the word that was given away yesterday. You know what? Let me tell you something. Yeah. I'm putting this away. Okay. No, I have one more. Last chance before uh, the break. See if they get it, and then otherwise we'll reset. Who's this? Uh, this is Justin. <laughs> Justin, Justin, do you know the phrase? Is it San Francisco 49ers, baby? Justin, guess what? What's that? <laughs> it's not. <sighs> okay. I'm get, I'm sending everybody... Putting on the timeout? On the timeout. Yeah. I'm going to, you know what? Hey, we're closer to getting these sandwiches. Honestly. Hey, Simone. If no, Now everybody's calling. Yeah. Simone, do me a favor. Well, yes. that we'll, we'll take a break. Okay. I'll tell you what, we'll take a break. Everybody's yeah. on timeout right yeah. now. Yeah. This is kind of like the Pistons loss. It is. So disappointing. When we come back. Sacramento. Four down territory and, a per, and perhaps a winner. Perhaps. Brought to you by Made of Subaru. Four down territory next. <laughs> The end. And having another spectacular postseason. But Devin Hester, the rookie who up returns and punt returns. And the Colts have had a hard time all season covering kicks. It's Hester trying to work it back to the middle. Gets past the first wave, and here he goes. It's Hester inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. And no flag, 92 yards. I feel like Chicago wanted to stop the count there. Yeah. You know? I remember that. Somebody won $10,000. Yes. Courtesy of uh, us. And our and big game party. Our big game party. Yeah. yeah it's won. easy to win with this station, isn't it? Uh-huh. Allegedly. Uh, <clears throat> is this line three I'm looking at? Why are you going to three? I don't think you think it's lucky. I I hope so. Okay. Who, uh, caller, who's this? This is Bill. Bill, Bill, uh, where are you? Oh, Jason, you're not feeling confident. Not like I was with Brian. Well, let's, uh, uh, all right, Bill. Well, make this is me gonna bo- break my heart. Bill, where are you calling? As, where, where are you, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Where are you calling from? From Lincoln. Why is this gonna break your heart? Because I'm a Rams fan. Mm. What's that mean? Is, he, is that a hit? Is that a hit that I got it? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> um. But you know what? Plus, you... plus, guys, one more thing. It's five words, not four. But, uh, you know, that's just, you know. Oh, I well. see. I guess it technically could be. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, Where, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, uh-oh. Okay. Oh, did that change you a little maybe, bit, Jason? Maybe. Is Bill now gone from a dog to a minus one and a half point favorite? Yeah, he's favored right now. Bill, we're trying to give away $300 in Beach Hut Deli. 25 people could eat these sandwiches or just you, Bill. We don't care at this point. What is the phrase that pays, please, dear Lord? Viva Las Vegas. 
49ers, baby. I've been doing this 20 years. You've been doing it longer. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we've had. Okay. So the phrase that pays was in there. Has been yeah. heard. It has been heard completely. Nice re-rack right here, gentlemen's. Bill added a word that is not a part of the phrase. So he was like a Rams fan. He had us on the amount of words because we thought, oh, maybe he was spelling one differently. But no. Job, William. Oh, look at that! All the lines are open. We really going to do? Is this gonna be the rest of the show? The best listeners. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Yeah, hi. Who's this? This is Kevin. Kevin, what's the phrase? Viva Las Vegas win, baby. Nope. Who's this? Hey, who's this? Hi, this, hi, this is Rob. Rob, hey, Rob. Rob, Rob, what's the phrase? Uh, Viva Las Niners, baby. I I like I honest to God need a ruling here. It's good. Okay, we'll okay. give it to you. Oh my okay. goodness yeah. gracious! Congratulations! It, it, it's, it's you have a friendly yeah, judge. You have a very friendly judge who also happens to be our promotions director and also somebody that I think this is what we would call the old yellow contest, <laughs> and we just got taken around the barn. Uh, congratulations! Uh, you are the winner of. Three. I feel like we should. Di- it should be 150. Yeah. We'll give you the whole 300. We get a slice. Uh, yeah, we're gonna right. we're gonna give you some lunch meat and a cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Congr- hold the line and congrats. uh, <laughs> congratulations. You now have 300 dollars in pizza and deli. Yeah, I don't need Viva Los 49ers, <sighs> baby. Uh, why is that happening? Okay. I don't. I don't. That was a journey. I was hoping you were going to ask what station, and it'd be like, "Nope, no." <laughs> MTV. Wait, what? <laughs> Close. Crying, laughing back here. <laughs> Somebody texted and said this wouldn't happen to the thirteenth biggest midday sports. <laughs> <laughs> True. Whoa! And then I spilled oh, some no. coffee. You know what? Is this a bad sign? Like, I'm starting to think the same thing. Like, are the Niners going to lose now? Looks like a Jackson Pollock. Okay. Well, I don't. I. I, (laughs) Can we just utilize that as our version of Friday Funny Games? Wow. You know what? And let this be a message. Let this be a lesson, perhaps, to to our, our promotion staff. Hey, they did their part. No. Just believing in our listeners. They don't A creativity. Yeah. yeah, don't be creative. <laughs> All right. Don't get cute. Yeah. Because the first two ones were Viva Las, right? Yeah. Well, the Super Bowl's in Vegas. Yeah. So Viva Las Vegas, right? Yeah. And they decided to yeah. throw a curveball. Which was smart because you don't want to be predictable. No, but then you I just feel listen. like you kind of want to be predictable. <laughs> when you got uh, look, our IQ, the audience and us, our IQs combined could freeze water. Oh, and you put and us. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, all of us. I think it's them. From the, 
<laughs> the 209, bro. Worst time for the call to drop. I had it. That was the first oh, guy. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, who's this? This is Blake. Hey, Blake. What, uh, what's going on? What, what can I do for you? I was just calling in for the calling, and somebody just went. Yeah, they won, dude. I'm sorry, but I, uh, I wanted to tell it's you. It's all good. I wanted to tell you personally, dude. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Hey, man, have a great day. Bye-bye. He didn't know. Did we already get the info? Are we done, or is that line two holding? Okay. Hey, hey, uh, Rob, how are you feeling, dude? You feeling good still about the Beach at Delhi? Absolutely. All right, man. Okay. Hang uh, tight. Hang tight. <laughs> We do for, yeah, we can rifle through it. Let's rifle through Fortnite territory right now, please, so I can go get a couple of napkins yeah. and clean this coffee up. Brought uh, to you by our friends at Made a Subaru. Made a Subaru. Gotta love them. Yes. <laughs> First down. First down. Did the Chiefs need a win on Sunday to be considered a dynasty? I think so. I think they need one more Super Bowl to be a dynasty. Look, four and five, they've got a couple. You could argue they're a dynasty right yeah, now. exactly. But if they win on Sunday, they are officially our first post-Patriot dynasty. Yeah, and it also kind of keeps going if the Niners did beat them, but then the Chiefs got back again next year. And what, like, it, you know, it's it has their... Sunday doesn't end it, I don't believe, for the no. Chiefs. I got to believe those to be considered as long as they got Reed and Mahomes. So um, I th- I think they may already be there, but another win really solidifies it. Second down. Second down. All this started, by the way, when Ledbetter came into the Chiefs jersey. Let's just <laughs> Great be honest. Point. Yeah, thank you. If the 49ers win with the Shanahans, would become the first father-son duo coaching to win a Super Bowl. How would that rate? in the Super Bowl lore. All right, so... First ones. Yeah. I mean, you're the first. You know, like, look, George and uh, George W., they're like, "Mm, we're the second behind the Adamses for presidents. The Adams were like... What a run they had. We're the ones. We're the Adams family. Yeah, right? Exactly. It's what it was based on. Yes. I got Kyle saying it's grandson. It's, It's what? Grandson grandson yeah grandparent grandson who adams yeah that john adams was john adams's grandson that's what he says he wasn't it was his son look it up (laughs) anyways um yeah it'd be cool (laughs) (laughs) i'm thrown off good it'd be great great. (laughs) third down that'd be awesome third down third down If the 49ers win, Christian McCaffrey would become the second father-son duo to win a Super Bowl. He would join his dad, Ed, as the champions from the same team, the 49ers. Where would that rank in the Super Bowl lore? Number one. Number one. Number one in all of Super Bowl <laughs> lore. Ahead of the Quincy Adams, John Adams presidential. <laughs> Grandparent. Yeah. It, it, it really is a uh, it, it really is a cool thing um, because... Christian McCaffrey grew up around the Niners. Yeah. He and, he and uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan, because his dad Mike was with the Niners, they they knew each other. Uh, it, it was it was awesome. And what if he then won one later in his career with Denver? Um, yeah. Just hey like Kyle, Kyle, can, can Kyle, can you come here for a second, real quick, while we get to fourth down? Yeah. Could you come here, please? You? Yeah. yeah. That Kyle? Or yeah. The that other Kyle, Kyle right there. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Well, we'll get to fourth down. I just I don't have my glasses. And I can't, and Jason's on the other side. So what does that say right there? 
John Adams. Okay, what now? John Adams. And then what does that say right there? Children. And then what does that say right there? John Quincy Adams. And was uh, John Adams a president? I believe so. Yeah, he was the second president. Was John Quincy Adams a president as well? Yes, he was. Yeah, so is that his son? Is that John Adams' son or grandson? Yes, that is his son. Okay, so were you wrong? Yes, I was. Do you to apologize? I am sorry, Dave. All right, get out of here. Simone left me out to drive. I don't care. <laughs> Fourth down. Wow. Fourth down. If the 49ers <laughs> win on Sunday, they would be they would join the Patriots and the Steelers with six Super Bowl titles. Rank those three franchises from one to three, please. <sighs> Jason, you put some work into this one. Um, Meanie. There's different ways of ranking. I'm not trying to be me. I think the Patriots are the most dominant dynasty in the history of the game, but I would put them third when it comes to franchises. And as a matter of fact, even as a Niner fan, I would have to put Pittsburgh first. I think Pittsburgh is, it's like they're kind of like the Green Bay counter, even though they're not as small, but they're market proof. If they travel well, they're stable as all get out. They are a... The Pittsburgh Steelers are a, say what you want about them, they are a model sports franchise from top to bottom. Now, they've had, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm not saying they're perfect, but they are about as consistent. They're like the Spurs, but better, of the NFL. So, taking all bias aside, I'd probably go, if we're talking about all-time franchises, Steelers, Niners, Patriots. That's exactly how I would do it. I mean, the Patriots, I think, have been great lately, and I say lately really for 20 years, but they've had some awful years, too. Yes. Pittsburgh's been the most consistent. Niners have had a couple of really good runs and been a good franchise, well-run. Yes. But Pittsburgh, we just talked about Tomlin uh, when the season ended, another winning season. Um, they're consistently good. They don't change head coaches. They win through the decades. They've got a ton of Hall of Famers. I would go Pittsburgh, San Francisco, New England. We'll take a break. When we come back, a very quick, I thought we were doing that next, actually, after the next break. Sorry. Uh, we'll do who's hot, who's not. We'll do a three in the key for the Kings and Nuggets and a pick six for the Super Bowl. This is going to be an incredibly quick segment. We'll get to it next. Gentlemen, who's hot? Who? Who? You tell us. White jerseys are hot. Oh? White jerseys currently hold a 16-3 win-loss record for teams wearing those white jerseys in the superb owl since 2004. You're going to totally be locked in on that Nickelodeon, aren't you? You know you are. I'm starting it for sure. Uh huh. Well, and uh, what color jerseys are the Niners wearing, Jason? Oh my God, white. Yeah. 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 Who's not? Kyle Ledbetter. Oh. That's very true. I got to let you guys know he did put his Patrick Mahomes jersey on my cursed skeleton I have at home. So he's cursed himself. Well, so far he's come into a station where we are the radio (laughs) home of the 49ers wearing a Mahomes jersey on Super Bowl Friday. And then he followed that up by letting us know that John Quincy Adams was John Adams' grandson. Next thing you know... uh, He's going to be telling us the history of Abe Lincoln, the first president of the United States. <clears throat> We're on a real heater today. And George Washington, who worked with Mikhail Gorbachev to bring down that mm-hmm. Berlin Wall. Tear down that wall. <sighs> George Washington. Tear and that down apple tree. Wall. Go Kansas City. Go. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> 
Let's, uh, before we get to Greg Papa in 10 minutes, let's uh, knock out a three in the key for the Kings and Nuggets. Woo. Well done, Samo. Look at that. All right, Dave. All right, Jason. We've got Kings. We've got Nuggets tonight. Yeah, we do. Battle of the big men. You like to call them Jokic and Diet Jokic. I do. So let's go there first. <laughs> In our battle of the big men, we want the stat line, points, rebounds, assists for both centers, Jokic versus Sabonis. You can start with Jokic. Uh, let's go 25, uh, 12 assists and 8 rebounds for Jokic. And I'll go uh, 15, 15, and 11. That's a triple-double. That is a triple-double for Domantas. Sto Sabonis. Nicola Yoke. See, it doesn't work. Yeah. Okay, mine is going to be 44. Whoa. 11 and 6 for the Joker. Remember when he dropped 50? Yeah. But only six assists. They're going to try to keep him All right. Golly. Uh, Sabonis will go for 20, 19, and 8. Okay. Simone? Wow. I got 27 for the Joker, 10 and 9. Okay. Reeves. And then we're going to go with. For old Demonta Sabonis. I'm feeling 19, 19. 12, Go. and 10. A triple. A triple double. double. Okay. Okay. Uh, our next category is going to be the old Murray versus Murray. Murray versus Murray. Keegan versus Jamal. Keegan is coming off a game where he did not <laughs> score. That's right. There was only one Keegan. Murray. Chant. That was in the intro. So that, that was, was it. The it was the only time was anybody it. could say it. So... Uh, we'll start with Keegan Murray's points versus Jamal Murray's points. Uh, Keegan Murray will have 12 points. Jamal Murray will have 31. Okay. I have Keegan for 14 and Jamal for 17. Ooh. Ah. All spontaneous, right? Yeah. Keegan's definitely going to get his licks in tonight. Let's go with yeah. 21 and... The Nuggets, Murray. Let's go with 26, please. Wow, 21, okay. 26. And then lastly, Dave, we always ask get the random stats. Something different, something weird, something odd. Something weird, something odd. Yeah. You know where I'm going here. Mike Brown wins the challenge, baby! <laughs> Within the first two seconds. Let's go! <laughs> challenges the jump ball. He challenges the intros. <laughs> yes. No need to challenge Moak. He's always on it. He's always yeah. on it. Um, I'm going to do it again. I'm going back to this one, much like you're going back to Mike Brown. Uh, we're going overtime tonight, baby. <gasps> we got OT? an OT game. Yeah. Which is Friday. Hey, free yeah. basketball is what go they call it. Go nine of them. Let's go, go. All of it. I can stay there till the Super Bowl. Heck, yeah, you can. Yeah. Dog. And my stat, I think there's going to be a little dust up tonight. A little, Ooh. you know, after all the booing. La- yeah, a little Good. dust up. I hope so. Kerfuffle? Yeah, yes. a little snatch you up by the jersey. Yeah. Whoa. I hope so. Donnie Brook? Yeah. I'll just yeah. go with Donnie Brook. Donnie Brook. He's yeah. a good guy. Don, yeah. Don Brook. Don he got older. He switched it to Don. Yeah. A, uh, a yeah, a, a whole, what's some other words? A Donnie Brook, uh, Donnie Brook, a brawl, a, a, a mashup. A, 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 Fisticuffs? Fisticuffs. No one's going to mind their fight. P's. Yeah, fight. Square up. No one's yeah. going to mind their P's and Q's tonight. Right. And that dust up. Maybe it happens in overtime while Mike Brown's challenging the game. <laughs> Do we have time for a pick six? We do. Oh, my goodness. All right, pick six. It's the Super Bowl. Look at Simone on those songs. All right, Jason. She's Jace. playing these. She is yeah. live yeah. with the trumpet. Yeah. 
or violin or whatever it is. Sounds like both, <laughs> but yeah, maybe I was a little. Right, the tri, the trumpelin, yes. Yeah. Okay. okay, Dave, Jason, more rushing yards, Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes, and what's the number? I'll say Mahomes. Uh, give me Mahomes at forty-two. And what does Purdy have? Uh, Purdy will have 38. It's really close. Rushing yards. I have 14 for Purdy, 11 for Mahomes. Ooh, I hope you're right. Conservative. Yeah. Simone, rushing yards for Purdy. No. Purdy's going to be dancing a little bit. Tap dancing. Well, Give me 24. And you know Mahomes is going to be tap dancing around. So 32, please. Why are these guys dancing? Yeah, why are they? They should be playing football. Yeah. Tap dancing. Oh. Okay. Uh, we're looking at the, uh, the tight end position. Hello. Uh, more receiving yards, Kittle or Kelsey, and what's the number? Uh, give me Kelsey uh, at a buck eleven. All right, what does Kittle have? Uh, Kittle's gonna have eighty-two. All right, I have forty-seven for Kittle, eighty-nine for Kelsey. Sim one. Sim one. Eighty-four for Kelsey, unfortunately. Jeez. Seventy-nine for Mister Kittle. Okay. okay. Uh, Dave, I already should write yours in, but I'm gonna ask anyway. First, forty-nine er to score. Give me Jake Booty, baby! <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with uh, Debo this time. Debo Samuel. Uh, I hope you're right, because that would be six points. Mm-hmm. I'm going with... And maybe oh. Moody's a fake field goal. That's a great point. Wow. I'm going with the wild card. Give me Juice Check. Oh, wow. she's going with Juice? That's yeah, He's team. got all of that momentum oh, right now. Stay, stay tuned. He's doing good. CMC. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of CMC, total yards for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yeah, give me 134. I have 141. 121, please. 121. All right, uh, final score. I will stick with my prediction uh, online. Chiefs 38, Niners 28. 38-28 KC. I have 27-23 San Francisco. And they come back again. Third straight time they come back. They're going to come back in the fourth quarter. God, and I hope you're right. I hope <laughs> we just praise you all day Monday okay. for being dead on. Simone? What about Simone being right? I'm nervous. I'll buy you beach at Delhi. 28-31 in San Francisco's favor. Oh, that threw me off. Yeah, that throws me off, too. Yeah. Um, all right, random stat. Something weird, something odd, something different. Give me a touchdown. Bye. You know who's getting <laughs> a touchdown? Kyle Juszczyk, baby! Maybe the first one so you and Simone can be right. That's right! She's with the TD. But I've been, that's been mine all year long. He's getting it at game 20. Mine will be that another 49er other than Brock Purdy will throw a pass in the game. Maybe CMC, maybe Ooh. Debo, maybe Darnold. Maybe, maybe Moody. Maybe the boombox. Maybe Papa. Yes, yeah. maybe Papa. He could spin it. Simone? I want to go with, I haven't looked at any of the prop bets for any of this, but I want to go with Miss Swifty entering the suite. We are definitely going to get that footage. Uh, I just I can't. I can't do <laughs> it. it. I, I hate it. it. Stay out of my football. Uh, where that they want to sport? Like, how are they not having her? I know they had to do it all in advance, but any any chance, any chance, she She'll hits the it? stage with Usher? No, no. During the halftime show? Why not? That's what I'm saying, right? She's a performer. For like one song. It would have been great if it was Kanye and she interrupted him. Oh my God! I'm gonna let you finish. What if she came on stage and all she did was e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-
Record numbers. Record numbers. Is it, would it be unethical to play uh, Pit Six with Greg Papa? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, well, we'll do, it talk to him. we'll do it in spirit. Um, not sure what you're going to do for your big game party this weekend, Jason, as far as food goes. But I know a lot of people are going to be busting out the wings of fire.